0: The
1: Friday profile and today, <laughs> Abel Mara. You must tell me when you're going to do something new, man. I do like surprises. <laughs> Thank you. You know, that's what they say. Like, when someone literally, how do you even say that in English? How do you translate <laughs> that into interject is not enough? But he literally played to interrupt, yeah. <laughs> but he interrupted me. I guess it will suffice, but it's not as. It's not a rich image yeah. like Hokena Mutulehano. So uh that's Zibusisom Kwanazi. He's the CEO um of uh okay, I've gotta get this right because they had a rebranding. So he is the founder and group CEO of M and N brands, which is a holding company. They diversified their investments. They uh, rebranded, they restructured because it was a little bit confusing for everybody at some point. Okay. But now the agency, the leading agency that they operate is Avatar 360. They have offices in Johannesburg, in Cape Town. They have other organizations within the holdings company. Boza, there's Mela events. Um, they bought into skipani.com. Um, there's M and, Uh, MN entertainment and a whole lot so they are a content and digital content agency full service right good afternoon
0: good afternoon
1: and welcome to the show (laughs)
0: thank you happy to be here
1: yes have you ever worked for anybody else
0: (laughs) no (laughs) this is my first job
1: (laughs) So you've always worked for yourself.
0: I I have always worked for myself. Look, in the tough times, I have... Uh, put in my CV here and there yes. but uh, I didn't have enough experience in the work environment so yes. so I, I had to settle for what I'm doing.
1: Yeah, and stick <laughs> it out and kind of say I'm going to build it. Build uh, it for me and others. That's it. And it's, we're uh, going to make it work.
0: Yeah, yeah. No money but you know, you just soldier on. You just soldier yeah. on.
1: But let's start a little bit with content marketing. For anyone who doesn't quite understand what that is because it's central to what you do, uh, what is content marketing?
0: Okay, so 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 maybe let me take a a step back before answering answering that question. So. So, the group itself, um and M&M Brands, it's a diversified marketing group, you know, marketing services group. Mm-hmm. So, within within the group, there are businesses that do advertising, there are businesses that do digital advertising, uh, there's businesses that do public events. relations, events, yes. you know, we own a content hub as well uh, as Gipani, you know, um, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. So, so... So what we do with with content marketing is about understanding, it's about understanding what to say to the right person at the right time. Right. In, in essence. Yes. So in in other words, when you've got a need for something, right? As a brand, you come in on their need, and you advertise their product as a the product as a result. So mm. it's understanding using data who you are talking to, and presenting the right type of information to them.
1: Right, but yeah. I remember a few years ago, a couple of years ago, um, they w- digital was seen as a disruptor. Yeah, you know, it's like, oh, what's going to happen with outdoor messaging? With yeah, the what's going to happen with <laughs> you know, ads in the paper if everybody's going on? And the brands weren't quite sure, marketers weren't quite sure. You know, yeah. do we buy uh, the the banner? Do yeah. we not? Yeah. And now we have completely forgotten about that challenge yeah. or the question that we that was there then. Yeah, it's now become part of a fully integrated uh, campaign
0: true yes true. but is
1: it giving returns because i know from my own behavior as a user i hardly ever click on the banner yeah. i hardly ever click on the ad that it's yeah. with embedded within
0: the content yeah. that i'm reading yeah yeah i mean interesting story on that i remember the launch of TV. So when TV came into the mix and the doomsday sayers are saying, oh, it's the end of radio, yes, you know, look yes. at where you are today. Yes. You know, they all uh, coexist. They all coexist together. Yeah. You know, and digital coexists with other channels, you know, because, because, you know, a, a channel like TV is great for reach. You know, it's got, it's got great reach. Mm. A channel like radio, depending on, on where you want to reach, you know, your, your, your drive time shows, your afternoon drive time shows when, when people are in their cars in, mm-hmm. in part driving to school, like right now, mm-hmm. you know, you're not, you're not watching TV, you know, and hopefully we're not on our phones while driving cars, yes,
1: hopefully. you
0: know, but it comes to a point where you need to engage, mm-hmm. you know, so, so digital allows engagement and measurement of engagement. So where digital media is particularly useful is, is, um, uh, as a brand, if you're looking for actual measurement of return, you know, so you want to know exactly I've spent this much and this is what I've gotten back. Yes. Digital gives you that type of data. Digital goes a bit further because then it starts giving you customer information about this person so that you understand them better. And then you can sell them, you know, Definitely. better product differently, yes. engage them even further. You but know, where so,
1: where is the space going? Where where is digital going?
0: Oh you know the big race on digital, you know, it's it's mainly integration of channels. Right. No number one it's understanding customers. So it's very much a data driven a data driven approach. So it's, it's data from consumer databases when we swipe our credit cards. Um, when we, when we apply for a bond, we, de- we're generating lots and lots of data. Mm-hmm. And we also on social networks mm-hmm. at the same time mm-hmm. where we, where we generate more and more and more data. Mm-hmm. And with all this data put together, w- then what, where we are going with the whole picture is that now y- you start profiling people. So you know that this is a, mother of of two or let's say mother of three or four hypothetically speaking no you can
1: talk uh, about me it's fine yes <laughs> yeah let's see how well you know me <laughs> all the data that i've been inputting in the system.
0: so it's very likely that they'd be looking for a biggish car because the last time they bought a car they had two kids now there's four kids and you can pick that up through right. data Right. You know, so you can market an a MPV type of van to them. Mm. You know, they are more likely to buy.
1: So, closer targeting. You're marking us even closer now. That's
0: it. Right. That's it. So, from the time when you wake up and you pick up the phone, we 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 have to understand that behavior. Then you switch on your TV, understanding that behaviour. Mm. Then you get into your car, you switch on the radio. Then you get on the road, you watch a billboard. Then you get to work, you switch on a computer. Oh so it's a multi-channel environment where we have to target this consumer that we are after. Then you'll probably serve social on social media platforms after yes, that. Yes, yes, yeah.
1: So in building this business, how's the adventure been? <laughs>
0: So it's, it's been like a little
1: bit like white water rafting. Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Oh yeah. I mean I mean this business started when I was 17 years old, you yes. know, in 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 my bedroom um where where my mom basically said, "Listen, son, I don't have money to take you to school, you know, um make a plan." Where did you essence. go to school? Bedford View High School.
1: And you lived in
0: and I stayed in Spreadview, you know, at that time.
1: Yeah. Mm, mm, so a know? bus and a taxi and a taxi. Ah, bu-
0: so that, daily. Up, that combo. Ah, daily, yeah. daily, you know. And uh, I always had a passion for computers. So the business originally started off as a computer repairs business. And I thought to myself, I'm not going to get very far mm. at the pace that I was going with the computer repairs. And I thought, nah, there's got to be something different. Got into website development. And, uh, and later that that business grew phenomenally you know where in 2006 we merged with another business called Crazy Boys and we became became one of the biggest web development businesses in the country and in 2012 I left that because you know like the dream had changed the vision had changed at Africa was ringing through my mind the entire continent you know, the world of integrated avatar. Because I was questioning, yeah. why yeah. do we only have to do digital? There's no agency that specializes in radio. And mm-hmm. there's no TV agency. Mm-hmm. So why but do we why have you a have digital, digital agency? Yeah, right. So it didn't make sense in my mind. Yes. And so that's why I established Avatar, mm-hmm. an integrated agency, cross-channel, where you can communicate effectively with the consumer.
1: Yes, but you've skipped so many things. Yeah. Uh, you were a service provider for your own school. Oh yeah, oh yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know the humble oh. starts, the humble beginnings. You know when you when you were coming up.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, in this dream of of doing something, you know, uh my first client was my own school. Wow. You know, so I yes. I, I I I spoke to the principal and I said, look. You don't have to spend all this money getting an external IT provider. I'm right here. Mm. You know, like I'll even volunteer and do it for free. So my breaks are before school. You know, principals' office run an audit of all the computers. Breaks and second break, you know, busy in the computer room, wherever. After school, making sure things are okay. You know, that was my first client. Second was my local library. There again. You know, it was a case of, look, I, I, I don't want money, you know, just give me the opportunity. So whenever people saw me doing stuff in the library, they'd be like, oh, you know, I'm looking for a computer for my son. I'm like, yeah, I can help you out, you know, or oh, mine is broken, you yeah. know, because that's how I marketed myself by being in public spaces mm-hmm. where people can see what I do, including at school.
1: Clever strategy, <laughs> really clever strategy. Thank so you, uh, you had see dot Yeah, right um and it crashed and burned oh yeah it crashed and burned hard and there's there is that part of entrepreneurship the being the comeback kid yeah. you know yeah. dusting yourself off and thinking yeah. okay we can do this yeah. take me through that especially the kind of uh, um mentality it takes yeah. the kind of effort yeah. it takes. Because yeah. yes, now you could say you are you are gliding, you know, you just you saw and success begets success. Yeah. You know, one client begets a second client, third, yeah. and so on. Yeah. So you're at a different place altogether. Yeah. But to be at a point where you have built something and that momentum kind of starts to stutter a little bit like a yeah. car that you're not
0: engaging your yeah. clutch
1: and then the engine shuts down <laughs> you know yeah
0: yeah well i think for, for me at that time it was it was it was a mindset yes. you know when you start in business i remember starting all i had in my mind was the monetary returns of a business that's all i was thinking about when i when i started that business and as a result i i i went into A very toxic partnership where at the end of that partnership, I lost everything, Mm. right? I lost every single thing, went into lots and lots of debt. You know, I was about 23 years old Mm. at that time, went into lots and lots of debt, you know, like I like it was bad to point of like depression point. Yeah. And... um, and coming back from that, you know, that's when I found God in my life, you know, and and that's how I was able to lift myself up and start all over again. You know, that's where I got my drive and my passion from, mm-hmm. which which I didn't have before. Mm. You know, m- like monetary uh, value was it. And then and then it changed after I crashed and burned, you know, and uh, and and after then, it became about making a positive difference. You know, right. I established a purpose in life. And that purpose was making a positive difference to other people. And I took that positive difference and applied it, mm-hmm. you know, to my own business, mm-hmm. you know. And with that as a base, that's when it grew like over a 100 times what it was before it crashed, you know. And then, you know, that was one of the biggest Lessons about about a business. It's, it's yes, you know, there's there's money involved, but but money is a as a result of something greater, yes. you know, than pursuing it. You know, and for me, that was positive purpose. I yeah. mean, a positive um, a change in other people. You know, and and yeah, no,
1: and business does come with uh, its own pitfalls. They plenty. Yeah. They yeah. lots of lessons to be learned. Like you feel like you're on a constant Bruising, you know, or lesson path—you're always having to learn hard lessons. And you, what have those
0: been? I mean, you think when you grow, you know, like that, you know, at times you think growth brings less challenges, but the higher you rise, you know, the brighter it becomes and the hotter it becomes, Mm. you know, and and sometimes it's it's challenges that make you realize how far you've actually risen, you know. um, i mean i 'm going through uh, something like that you know at this point in time where 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 you know my business is is being falsely accused of things et cetera et etc mm-hmm. and and it and it speaks to the rise you know of of the business itself you know but the thing is you know most importantly that you know the my my old lessons that have taught me it 's that foundation when when you have a solid foundation as a businessman. When or, or businesswoman, of course, mm. you know. And when the storms come, you know, if you are rooted in something, you just bend and you stand after the storm, you know. But if you're not rooted, you yeah. will fall, yeah. you know, during that storm. And that's why, you know, again, I say, you know, for me, the positive different difference foundation is is what. It ensures that the tree never falls. Mm. You know?
1: So, there are a couple of things that I want to pick up on from what you've just said there. And I know that this process that you're referring to is ongoing. You've opened up your books and you've been found yeah. uh, uh, to not have done anything wrong. Yeah. Uh, and so on. So, that is ongoing. But the second thing is when you said, businessman uh, or businesswoman, like yes. that, that, that quick catch-up. Now, you have won numerous awards, yes. right? Uh, twi- 20 awards and accolades to your name alone. Your agency uh, has also been uh, awarded a number of different awards. But so often, organizations think that it's all about codes and regulations. But one of the things that you've been recognized for as an organization is had to do with diversity
0: yeah,
1: and the level of diversity. Yes and i think when you think of advertising it does still have a long way to go yeah as far as um transformation is concerned yeah so how and the the responsibility that advertisers have is that they are communicating messages to a very diverse society yeah and if in itself if advertisers and advertising yeah. companies and agencies are not transformed. Yes. Then we'll continue to see the kind of problems that we we've seen, rear their ugly heads from time to time, with yeah. campaigns that have failed that were poor. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think you know a part of the problem is that you know where we come from, the ads themselves are are, re- are written for an English speaking audience, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They they start off from that base, right? In in this particular audience. And um and when you write a, a piece of advertising like that and then you kind of go, okay, and then we'll translate it into Zulu and then we'll translate it into Sisoto You know, it's like, you know, you know, watching like those Chinese movies where they're clearly speaking Chinese, but someone is miming yes. English over them. Yes. So the ads t- tend to have that type of feel mm. where this movie, you know, yes, as entertaining as it is, but originally, you know, it was made for a certain audience. It's yeah. adapted to suit another audience. Mm -hmm. And and what creates that is because of lack of diversity, you know. Because if there's nobody to tell you, you know, that you know what, if you are looking at speaking to a broad audience, your messages should look like this, yeah, you know, like yeah, yeah. Uh, dancing mamas don't cut it. No, you so know what I the, mean.
1: But stop putting the the B E E the the code that you, or, or rather the uh, the grade that you have yeah. up front, yeah, because that's the first that we've. Level one triple BEE, you know, this and that. People are quick to tell you about the level of uh, BEE accreditation yeah. they have.
0: But what does that mean? Yes, that's you know? the thing. Is is level one BEE transformation? That's what we should be asking yeah. ourselves. Yeah. You know, because you could be level one BEE from a box ticking exercise, mm-hmm. but you're not truly transformed yourself, because transformation goes into the culture of the business. Right. You know. Is it a transformed culture? Do people feel included in that workplace? You know, do people feel that my ideas are heard? This is all part of transformation. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, you can't put, put that on a scoring sheet. Yes. You know, so transformation is deeper. You know, yes, there's ownership and all those things, but being committed to it you know and um, it goes far more than that and this is why we sponsored the financial mail ad focus transformation award you know the first one we fought for it at the ad focus awards and we sponsored it thereafter yeah and 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 to say that yes you know that uh, the be transactions are good but transformation goes beyond that. Is your work transformative?
1: Exactly. Does it reflect exactly. as such? Those bigger questions. And yeah. the the industry. Funny, your partner is. It's exciting because the industry is in a uh, an evolution, revolutionary space right now. Yeah. Uh, which makes it even more exciting if you are someone who loves the change, who loves disruption. You know, yeah. who loves this ever evolving kind of kind of space. Um. And you mentioned a toxic partnership you were in. Yeah. You and Vailingu by the Ad Ngubani as an M and N. Yeah. You're in partnership uh, on this, right? What have having those two experiences? What is your advice when it comes to partnerships?
0: Uh, always read the contract <laughs> and the fine details. <laughs> okay. So With a magnifying a glass. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know? yeah. um, look, what you know, part of what I do. With my time, the positive difference is that I mentor entrepreneurs, yes, up and coming entrepreneurs. David's in David's League. I mean, you look know? at the uh,
1: legend <laughs> Mangnele has come out of that. Dumi uh, <laughs> Pake yeah. has come out of And they've all gone on to create their own
0: well, successful. They didn't, uh, they didn't come out of that. They didn't come out of David's League. These are people I know personally. Ah, no?
1: I see. Yeah.
0: So So, but, but, you know, in, in, in mentoring young people, what tends to come out quite a bit is that people, people create partnerships because we get along, we are friends, you know, and yeah. that means, yes, Chomza, let's do this thing, we can do it, right? And what then tends to happen in the middle of the partnership, then you find one partner saying, but I'm doing all the work and they are getting all the money, mm. you know? And that's because the foundation of the partnership is a friendship. You know, it's not built on yeah. the on the right foundation. Right. And I believe that as human beings, we've got strengths and we've got weaknesses, and um, and and uh, strengths are, are 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 what you contribute to the partnership, and the weaknesses is what your partner helps you with. And you you complement each other that way, right? Right, where you are strong, they, someone needs to be weak. Mm. When where the other one is weak, someone needs to be strong. Okay. Now, and that's how the pal- the the balance of the partnership works. That's how you keep it flowing. And that's why. Yeah. Like the water. Yeah. yeah, Like the water.
1: Yeah. But what's also interesting about this space is that historically, you find big agencies will come in by smaller agencies. uh, Because they're bigger, they have the muscle, they can exercise a certain level of control. The culture changes, and that original agency is no longer what it was. Right? Yeah. So there's a history of that happening. You are also expanding. You have yes. shares in Saatchi and so on. So yes. And you have continental plans, which are are, are are fantastic and bold. But there are also a lot of barriers yeah. for young agencies. You have yeah. big companies uh, inviting um Agencies that are global to pitch. Yes. So how can you potential? How do you grow? Say what you will about the ANC government, but they have also helped a lot of businesses get yes. off the ground. Yes. And hopefully they do get to a point where they start to have more private clients. Yes. Right. So how do you overcome that in yes. advertising to yes. be able to reach and have big brands on your books? Yes. When you're not say yes. a global agency. Yes.
0: Yes. Um. It's it's about. It, it's about constantly pushing the boundaries and the envelope because I remember a time, you know, being much younger, getting into those boardrooms. You know, the first thing that people look at is your age. You know, the, peop- the first thing people look at is how long you've been doing this for. Oh, and and you're from the township, you know, and it's those it's those factors. Mm. Now it means that when you get there, you're already on the backing, you're already on the back foot, mm-hmm. you know. You need to work very hard to to move beyond that point. And and I've established a rule that you know if you're going to sell anything to anyone, you need to prove one of two things. Um, it is what value are going to add. So in other words. Um, how much money are you going to save them or how much money are you going to make them? You know, that's, you know, in a B2B context, that's what people want to hear. You know, so if I appoint you, will I make money? Will I save money? Mm. And your, and whatever you, whatever hustle you're coming in with needs to answer one of those two things. Right. Now, even in, in partnerships, in the partnerships that are built, you know, um, um, over the, over, over time, um, with various businesses in acquisitions, they're, ba- they're, they're based on that premise in that if you become part of the group, I can save your HR costs. I can save you on your finance costs. Right. I can open new markets via another agency. I can introduce you to this client, you know, because it's all about building, it's all about building value mm-hmm. at, at the end of the day, you know, so, so, so whether, be it in acquisition or whether be it in, you know, traditional transactions, that's really what people what's at the heart what, of it. That's right. what's at the heart of yes. it. And so sometimes we end up losing before we start because we then become conscious mm-hmm. that, oh, my gosh, I stepped out of a taxi to get this to this meeting. Once that is the first thought that's in your mind, right, you're not going to perform in that interview. But when the first thought that is in your mind, you know, well, in my case is I can do all things through Christ that gives me strength. Then I go in, then I'm, I'm set. I'm set. I'm in the right mood, in the right atmosphere, right. you know. So, so there's got to be something that drives you beyond your reality, hmm. you know. And, and that's how, you know, we've, we've managed to grow from strength to strength because, you know, right now I spoke about an Africa plan. Right. And, um, yes, we do business on the rest of the continent, but we don't have physical offices on the rest of the continent. But that there, you know, is driving me beyond my reality yes. at this point in time. Mm.
1: I think that's a powerful note to end things off on. And I still had so many questions, <laughs> especially about what's happening in advertising and, the, and David's League and so on. But just congratulations, really. In six years, it, it, it is, right?
0: Seventh year now. Seven years.
1: Yeah. You've built M&H, uh, m and Holdings. Um, and you have, what, just under 100 employees.
0: Yeah, around that. Around that. Around that. Yeah. So
1: incredible. Thank and you. And some major clients as well <laughs> congratulations
0: thank you thank, thank you it's you been great much, chatting
1: thank you and that is the ceo uh and I, that's the, the founder and group ceo of N branding a holding company which has diversified interests in media broadly speaking entertainment digital you name it and that was zibu kwanazi our friday profile